Hi, I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. Is Lit Sis not fulfilling your weekly book-related needs? <gasps> I know. How dare you. So sad. If you're like Haley and I, then you love books, which means you love to read. And then sometimes podcasts are great, but it's not as great as reading. And if you want to be on the in with the people who you're listening to, aka us, us. you can reference our bookstagrams. At Maddie Reads a Lot is mine. And at Brook and Binding is mine. Or if you really want to know in-depth reviews, you can go to Haley's WordPress, which is brookandbinding.wordpress.com. Where I reference all the books that I personally read or talk about, my rating, the synopsis of the book, and why I gave it the stars that I did. But if you like to read but not that much, you can go to Maddie Reads a Lot, where I write one little sentence about the book that I read and a small rating. And... Also, keep enjoying LitSys. Yes, and share LitSys, share our bookstagrams, and just share the book love. Happy Friday, LitSisners. Happy Friday and happy, happy Black Friday. That's true. It's all, it's, no, it's not really a huge Black Friday year this no. year. Which is kind of sad. I mean, like, I love it and I appreciate all of the safety precautions that are being done, obviously, and stuff like that. And I actually really like that people are able to be home for the holidays Mm because usually well i guess this is kind of part of what we're going to be talking about Mm -hmm. one of our newer family thanksgiving traditions is going out after eating and walking around the malls and seeing if we can get any good deals especially max and i like to look at what movies are on sale and Mm -hmm. stuff like that with like the pre-black friday which is actually thursday sales thursday night night yeah it's just fun so yeah but Unfortunately, this Black Friday, you'll get a lot more of the those digital deals, which are still great deals. Mm-hmm. And a little bit... I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Black Friday shopping, so I don't like crowds. I don't like these sweaty, pushy people. I don't like a holiday of, like, thankfulness, and then people are, like, rushing to a store to get, like, a good deal. Yeah, I get and that. And my family and I have had multiple, like, conversations about this because it is a great benefit for people who maybe could not afford a nice gift that they want to give somebody. But I feel like the... Uh, Pairing it next to a holiday about what we're thankful for. The irony of it. Yeah, it's very <laughs> ironic. So. Yeah, for sure. Today, um, you could be spending time with your family, um, like your immediate family, um, however your day and week has looked. You could even be Zooming or Skyping yeah. or FaceTiming family if you oh, yeah. had to be alone these past few days. You know, mm-hmm. I think everyone's in the same boat that this is such a really weird year and mm-hmm. it's like. I would love to go visit you, or I'd love to open my home up to people, or I'd love to do blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, but just thinking about, you know, COVID on top of um, just... Um, just COVID. It's yeah, just, just maybe COVID. not the best that's, idea. That's right a good now. reason for everything. But that's everything. like the hardest. But that's like so hard because everyone, you know, I, I genuinely feel like people have such a kind heart and mm-hmm. spirit in at their core, mm-hmm. and you know, to be able to maybe not be with your family you know, the extended family or to not be able to like open your home up to all of your friends, you know, mm-hmm. if it's like a lot of you just, you know, people out there and just maybe you're not around family, but you've got a ton of friends, but maybe it's just maybe, you know, during this time might not be the smartest thing to do. This is a chance maybe for you to 
feel connected yeah. through Zoom or, or even just through podcasts. Yeah. You know? And today's podcast is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be a bit more reflective. We're going to talk about books, but how it relates to our family Thanksgiving traditions and like fall traditions in general. Um, and this can also be a time for you to reflect on how have books impacted your traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you don't have like a Thanksgiving book that you read, but maybe you have a Christmas book that you read. Mm-hmm. You know, start to think to yourself, huh, what books do I normally only pull out during this time of year? And why is that special to me? Yeah. And why, why are these traditions special? Because, I don't know, they pair hand in hand, in my opinion, if you're a big Yeah, book and if you are, you know, by yourself or maybe you didn't get to see all the people you were hoping for, still do those little traditions for yourself. Like, I know there are quite a few years, like, there's a movie that my mom really loves to watch. And there's quite a few years there, um, or, or around Christmas time, and quite a few years there where she would wait until me and Maddie were in bed and would go watch her movie. And just mm-hmm. because it was her own tradition that she loved when, you know, like, a lot of times our dad was wrapping presents and doing things. Presents <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> Trying. Last minute yep, to last minute, store. Last minute I don't know Santa. if all dads are that way, but our dad is definitely Yeah, for that sure. Way. So my mom, who was, you know, already had gotten a lot of things or was prepping, and even after that, they would get their the stuff done. She would always still want to watch her movie. And so I, I feel like in this time of uncertainty, at least our traditions, for the most part, we can try to, to some degree, mm-hmm. keep them up as best we can. Yeah. Even if it's not to the full extent that we normally would do. Mm-hmm. So we got this idea a little bit from our dad, who was sharing a bit about a Thanksgiving book that he would share um, that he would read with us when we were little, but here we are also going to discuss various different traditions that we've had. Um, so to start, so this is something that I literally don't have any memory of. Do you have a memory of this? It looks familiar. Yeah. It does not look familiar to me at all. So, um, when our dad was younger, his mom would read to him this book called Cranberry Thanksgiving by Wenda and Harry Devlin. And he apparently said that when we were little he also started reading it to us mm-hmm. and i have no memory of this whatsoever there's also cranberry christmas oh my gosh cranberry christmas by the same people that's cool that is amazing but um you know there, there's the cranberry thing i thought it was like cranberry halloween for a moment no. but i don't have any memory of this book I what's do. it about well there's a cranberry halloween oh my goodness oh my yes. gosh i called it so i think essentially what it's about we can look up what the synopsis is Grandmother's cranberry bread was a very was very special, and Maggie took care that no one stole the recipe. Cranberry bread recipe included in the back of the book. Interesting. Oh. So I think what it is is like they have their family traditions. They open up their home to people to come, mm-hmm. and they just want to make sure no one steals their family, their family recipe. recipe because it's special to them. Yeah. Oh, neat. Super cute. So I mean, our family has a type of oh here's even more description description every year grandmother invited a guest for thanksgiving dinner and allowed maggie to do the same ask someone poor or lonely she always said thanksgiving was grandma's favorite day of the year the cooking was done and her famous cranberry bread was cooling on the wooden board but she wasn't happy to find out maggie had invited the unsavory mr whiskers to dinner would her secret cranberry bread recipe be safe with him in the house after a long absence, this delightful 1971 classic is back. So is Grandmother's secret recipe. So it's all about keeping the secret recipe to herself. Mm-hmm. But the recipe's in the back of the book anyway. <laughs> yep, there and it's is. literally there on Amazon. You can just see it. So yep. if you don't want to buy the book, I guess you can just get the recipe. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, but our family has a little bit of a tradition relating to certain fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, we obviously there's, like, the typical... What would you say are, like, the typical Thanksgiving pies? Typical Thanksgiving pies, I would say, are obviously pumpkin. Um, I think you would have apple. Mm-hmm. I think you would maybe have some sort of fruit besides apple. Maybe, like, a berry of some sort. I feel like we were talking earlier that... Um, cherry, cherry is a very popular one as well, and also our mom really likes blueberry. Mm-hmm. So I think at least there's some form pecan. of pecan. Oh, pecan! That's is the big huge. one. Like, people yeah. really don't eat it any other time. No, yeah, yeah. pecan. Well, Christmas time too. Maybe. Oh, it's true. But I would say pumpkin and sweet potato. People do like sweet potato pie. Yeah, that's true. But that's kind of like more like harvesty. Yeah, harvest like fruits and veggies kind of thing. I yeah. would say my fiance. He has family from the. Pennsylvania Dutch region. He really likes shoe fly pie at pretty much any family get together, but especially on Thanksgiving. So if you're from the, that Pennsylvania Dutch area or have ties there, or I think even some in the Midwest do that as well, that might be a, your pie. But I think our family has a very distinct pie mm-hmm. that I don't hear a lot of families eating. So we, yeah. oh, or cranberry pie is one as well. Yeah. I think it was popular. I did not know people made that. We have blackberry pie. Yes, blackberry pie. And that has been something that has been passed down from from our grandmother to our family. And then Maddie made the pie this year. I so did. three generations Look of at pie makers for blackberry pie. And we have our grandmother's recipe that we use. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time someone makes it, that's the recipe you use. You, you know, if you try to make your own, it's definitely not going to taste as good. We didn't actually have enough blackberries. Because we got some frozen ones, but it wasn't huge bags. And so we just, like, used what we could. But we still used the same ratio of, like, sugar and stuff like that. And, oh, my gosh, is it a crap ton of sugar yeah. in the recipe. And, like, we weren't even missing that many blackberries. And we, like, didn't even include all the sugar. Because it was literally, like, it was pink sugar at that point. It wasn't even, like, sticking to the blackberries. It was oh just, like, a pile of, like, pink sugar. Oh, goodness. And so we were, like, this is going to be excessive. Yeah. And, like, sprinkle a little bit on top and, like, threw the rest away. But apparently that's her traditional uber sweet blackberry pie recipe. Well, our grandma would always put sugar on fruit too. Like Mm -hmm. I always thought that those were like special grandma grandma fruits. fruits. Yeah, because she made it with the little snow mountains on top. Yes. Put some sugar on top. And it obviously made the strawberries delicious. Yes. Or any kind of fruit even more sweet and Haley is a strawberry person. I am a big strawberry lover, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I feel like the blackberry pie is very unique to our family. Mm-hmm. I feel like people do other fruits. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a really big special yeah. tradition for us. Yeah, and we also have, I almost said, we don't really have any other distinct food other than the blackberry pie. That's a total lie. Total lie. So we don't, honestly, and it's like, we do have like a secret grandma recipe, but it's not a huge secret. But the, Don't tell it. Um, but the simplest thing, the literal simplest thing that we have on the menu for our normal Thanksgiving does not even need, like, a recipe book at all. It is stupid simple to make. Mm-hmm. And it's, again... But there is a recipe for it. There is a recipe. But it is based... Do you have the recipe? Because mm-hmm. I don't think I do. I do. Because oh. it, is, it is another thing that is based on our grandma. It is so much based on our grandma that it's literally named after our grandmother. But not, like, her name. It's, just, it's called Grandma. Um, but it's a very specific type of jello. Grandma jello. Grandma jello, which we didn't realize is not a thing to other families. At least I didn't realize hmm. that people don't have jello. And you guys might be thinking, 
That's really weird. But I feel like this is like our cranberry bread. Yeah. Where like other people will have Well, pie. we usually don't have cranberry sauce. This year we did. We had like three. Nice. Yeah, three different kinds. Um, but I feel like it. it's our kind of fruit on the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the like palate. Because we didn't really have dark. fruit uh-uh. other than that. Yep. But it's very special. It really is just jello. Mixed with whipped cream. Yep. But there's a special way you, you gotta do it. You have to do, do it. it very special in a very yeah. specific way. And sometimes, like this year, it was a little bit more runny, which is not inherently a bad Maybe thing. Maybe more cool whip than usual. Yes. But usually when, like, our ants make it. It's a little stickier. It's a little stickier. It, like, like you, pull, you, like, pull it out of, like, the bowl and you flop it down on your plate and it stays in its shape yeah that you like pulled Pretty it out jello-y. Of. very jello-y yeah i guess that's how jello works yeah um very jello-y very delicious you are only supposed to use strawberry jello mm-hmm. i think one year we used mom made orange ones yeah she made an orange grammar jello yeah she I did i remember that i swear she did one time not the same it's got to mm-hmm. be strawberry yeah. strawberry again yeah. Grandma's a lover of strawberries. She is a lover of strawberries. Me too. If you had to choose, which one would you think is our, our cranberry bread, like, hidden recipe thing? Ooh, we do have one. I would say the... Is it Thanksgiving related? Doesn't have to be. Either our mother's cookies. Oh, yeah. Or the blackberry pie. Yeah. What do you think? I feel like it's got to be blackberry pie. Yeah, that's a big for, family yeah, special tradition. For It's a huge one. And for my wedding shower, like, literally my aunts made me, like, this, like, pie, like, how to make a pie, basically, gift. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a pie shield and, like, a like a glass pie pan and, like, measuring cups and yeah. measuring spoons and, like, a big rest, like, a recipe book filled with grandma's recipes and the very first one's blackberry pie. So, it's pretty iconic in our mm-hmm. family. So that's, I don't know, that's like a huge, like, food-related thing. Yeah. But it, what other, like, family traditions do you think we do during Thanksgiving? Well, one that Max and I started, which didn't happen today, maybe I'll put it on later, is <laughs> when we are getting ready for the day, instead of having the Macy's Day Parade on, but I know other people in our household wanted to see that, um, instead of having the Macy's Day Parade up, we always put on a ballet. So we <laughs> have... <did> start? <laughs> So, um, we have three, excuse me, three different ballets on DVD. Swan Lake. Swan Lake, Sleeping Sleeping Beauty, Beauty, and Cinderella. Cinderella. How did I know? And so, we kind of rotate them each year. It was supposed to be Swan Lake And it's the, what is it, the Russian? Uh Uh-huh, the Russian Royal Ballet. Russian Royal Ballet. And the way it started was, went and saw the Russian Royal Ballet do, I believe it was Sleeping Beauty. And, um... No, was it? No. Romeo and Juliet? No. No, it was... It was... Wait. Cinderella. Cinderella. We I saw remember, Cinderella. I remember the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ball. We saw we saw Cinderella, and it was beautiful, and they were selling, like, sets of their DVDs. And I was like, oh my gosh, that'd be awesome. And then when I was newly married, and we were living away from family, we decided to do our own Thanksgiving and had a friend over, and... I was like, hey, let's let's throw in this. I don't even know how it came up. We just threw in yeah, the ballet. And it just was so beautiful because it was peaceful. You have beautiful music, like classical music playing in the background. You know, you're you're cooking in, in the kitchen and it's very lovely and calming. And, and, you know, you'd catch glimpses of the dance happening on the screen. And it's just very, it's just so nice. So that's like something that we have started in our little family. But I think another tradition with our bigger family Will always is see how the lions do. Yeah, 
which is usually not very good. But um, one of our dad's favorite movies is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, mm-hmm. which is a Thanksgiving movie with Steve Martin and... One of um, very few Thanksgiving movies. What's the other guy's name? Is it... It's not John Candy, is it? Yeah. Is it John, John Candy? Candy? I get yep. him and somebody else confused. No. I get him and the guy from Tommy Boy confused. Who's the guy from Tommy Boy? John Candy. Yeah, it's John Candy, sure. but who's the guy from Tommy Boy? The name is going to come to me because it's not the same guy. It's not guy. the same guy. Chris Farley. Yeah. So, no. We loved Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with Steve Martin and John Candy. It is a classic. Yep. It is hilarious. Um, it is always something we want to watch. And then for me, when it comes to my own traditions, there's something that I like to watch in the daytime and at the nighttime as well. And for me... I'm not, I am a, I am a Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade person. However, there is something that I feel strongly about that no one else in the family cares about. And that is the National Dog Show on NBC. It is very cool. Love I, the National Dog Show. I like to show. watch it, but it's I'm not fun. like in love with it like you. Whatever. I started watching it because when we would have Thanksgiving with our extended family, when our grandparents were still alive, they always kept the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on longer like i distinctly remember watching it at grandma and grandpa's house one time they just leave the channel on and then it goes right into the dog show and so it's so it's so perfect like the the parade ends and all of a sudden there's dogs yeah but it's cool and it's so great and it's so fun you get to see a bunch of breeds and like they added three new breeds that is allowed to compete now which is amazing for this year and um it was just so fun like i literally was streaming it on my phone while we were getting ready for thanksgiving and I would, like, just be like, guys, guys, look at this. Look at this dog. Mm-hmm. So cute. And, like, no one cared. But I love that. And I don't think it's talked about enough. And then, obviously, the traditional Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. I have to watch it every Thanksgiving. I haven't missed a Thanksgiving. The Thanksgiving one is the best Charlie Brown ever. I don't watch the Halloween one, like, ever. No. I rarely watch the Christmas one. You want to have a meal Toast with jelly beans and pretzels oh, and popcorn. And popcorn? 100%. That sounds amazing. I will have a Thanksgiving, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, like, themed party one day, and that's what I'm going to serve. Let's do it. That I think it's a so big one. I think it's a great idea. Instead of Black Friday shopping, come and have a Thanksgiving party Charlie Brown style. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It would, And we would watch it. Yeah. And it would be the, for the second time, because I would obviously watch it on actual Thanksgiving day. Oh, for sure. Duh. It's so good, and I love, love, love when Snoopy... And what's the bird's name? Woodstock. Woodstock. I almost said Tweety. That's no. not. That's Looney Tunes. That's a different but yellow bird. Woodstock and Snoopy are getting ready. And it's that one song. Ooh, little birdie. Oh, and yeah. like, you know, he's like, uh-huh. he's like making the toast with the side toaster thing. Yeah. And he slaps the butter on it. And Snoopy's ear accidentally gets stuck in the toaster. And when, you know, they're, like, making the table and he, Snoopy gets, like, stuck inside, like, that beach chair. And yeah. It's a classic. So good. Such a, and the ping pong table. And they play ping pong. Uh, I love it. Snoopy plays ping pong with himself. That's I how fun. I so used good. to think that. I literally, I don't know if you remember this, Haley. We had a friend. Well, you had a friend whose neighbors with us a couple doors down who always used to let us sled down their hill when it was snowing. They also had a shed had a ping pong table in it. Okay. I don't know if you remember this. No. I remember distinctly, for some reason, being over there and seeing the ping pong table and trying to do what Snoopy did and, like, was trying, I was trying sides. to run to both sides because I'm Lord. so inspired from that. Yeah, no way. Uh, but, I mean, I also love playing things in automobiles, but if I had to choose one, it's probably around Thanksgiving all day, every day. That's valid. And the last thing I want to bring up um, 
is a book that's not necessarily, <laughs> excuse me, not necessarily Thanksgiving, but it is the fall theme mm -hmm. of, you know, like this harvest time and um, this season. Yeah, so, so if you're looking for a tradition that's not blackberry pie or something to watch and you're really just like, okay, guys, get to it. What are your book traditions? We have the Cranberry Thanksgiving and then this one, distinctly always remember reading this in the fall time, one of my favorites, Too Many Pumpkins by Linda White. Mm -hmm. And what is, would you like to explain the premise of Too Many Pumpkins? Like I could read the book from memory. Yes, for sure. Let me actually pull up the official synopsis of it so you guys get the, the full, full detail. Mm -hmm. Okay. Rebecca Estelle has hated pumpkins ever since she was a girl when pumpkins were often the only food her family had. When an enormous pumpkin falls off a truck and smashes in her yard, she shovels dirt over the pieces and forgets about them. But those slimy pumpkin smithereens sprout up in the autumn and Rebecca Estelle finds a sea of pumpkins in her garden. A heartwarming classic for more than 20 years, the story shows what happens when one thrifty gardener figures out how to make other people happy with the squash she can't stomach. Fill the floor illustrations. Okay, I gotta say... I actually think this is such a such a Thanksgiving book. Yeah. I've changed my mind. What I think is hilarious about this book, side note, is so she hates pumpkins so much that she cannot stand the sight of this giant pumpkin in her yard. Mm -hmm. And so what she does instead of looking at the pumpkin is that when she leaves her house, she just uses the back door. Yeah, she completely she ignores <laughs> the pumpkin. She, like, knows it's there, and she hates it so much that she never uses her front door anymore. Yeah. And I think she, she's, she's older. She just, like, stays at home. She's a gardener, so she kind of supplies her own food. So she really has no reason to go out to the front door except for one day, like, I think her cat. There's something, I think there's something with the cat or something. She goes out the front door for some reason. And the crazy thing is, is that giant pumpkin sprouted, like, a bunch of pumpkins yeah, all over so the place. Yeah, so she's got, like, a huge plethora of, like, piles and piles of pumpkins that are, like, good pumpkins. Yeah. I feel like this is also a really good analogy for when there's, like, a big issue in your life and you don't address it immediately yeah, and yeah. it, like, multiplies. Like, I'm just going to bury it. Yeah. Like, I'm, <laughs> I hate pumpkin. I'm just not going to acknowledge it. And then all of a sudden, it, like, it's, like, But then like, you have to deal with 20 it and fold. then you come to terms with it and then it becomes a positive in your life. Yeah. You know, maybe this is why I'm so good at working through issues in my life is because I... Too many pumpkins. Too many pumpkins. You just have it memorized and it's the quotes the quotes <laughs> come to you in the night when you're it really does. needing it inspiration. Does. And it, it is such a Thanksgiving book because what she ends up doing is her bitterness, her pumpkin, she turns into showing love to the people around her. Like, she's mm -hmm. not a bitter lady, really. No. But she realizes that, like, other people like pumpkins. Yeah. And, like, even if she doesn't, she can take what she has, her excess, and she, like, gives it away to people. Like, she makes pumpkin pies and, like, sells pumpkin seeds and, like, makes pumpkin bread and all this mm -hmm. kind of stuff that she makes with pumpkins that she never eats because she hates it. But she just, like, learns to be, like, that she can, like, give and love people with something that she doesn't love mm -hmm. and like i think that we can take some of our weaknesses and strengths in life and like love on other people even when it's hard for us yeah and like even when like we don't want to face something it can might be beneficial to somebody else i don't know it's getting too deep in here yeah it is getting deep let's mm -hmm. pick our feet up you pick our feet up it's getting deep in here yeah um i don't know that's a really good book yeah those are great things i wonder what other people's thanksgiving traditions are i'm sure the macy days parade is a big one i'm sure specific foods um but i feel like thanksgiving books are so are much more unique because i feel like mm -hmm. there's a lot of christmas books yeah not that many thanksgiving drop so. us your favorite thanksgiving book because we need to find more yeah for sure 
Yeah. Speaking of books, which is what we talk about always, what are you reading? Well, I am still reading Emma by Jane Austen. Hey, I'm reading Gemma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading Emma by you're, Jane Austen. You're reading Emma by Jane Austen. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Maybe it's because we said we're supposed to finish it by Saturday. Yeah, that's tomorrow. Yeah, so Haley and I have made this goal for ourselves. Do you think we'll you think we'll hit it? You know, we'll see. We'll see. We're going to try our best gonna, is what what And is. give grace to ourselves when we do not. Maybe by the end of the month. No. Well, the thing is I have another book I have to read before the second. Because I have to I have to return a book to the That's, library by the you. second. And there's holds on it. So I can't renew it. Okay. Fine. 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 We'll figure it out. So I need to give myself some time to get that one done as well. Yeah. And it might even have to be like, you know, on, on my Brooklyn Binding Instagram where I did like my stack of books. And then at that one time I yeah, was like yeah, yeah. reading a book half. Uh-huh. At the end of a month into the next, mm-hmm. I might have to do that with yeah, this one too. Yeah, that's fair. But anyway, we're still reading Emma. We'll so update much. you when that changes. I know. Hopefully, it'll be next episode because if not, then that, that is would really be pathetic. so sad. Mm-hmm. Well, I already have a huge stack of books that I plan on reading. I know, me too. And I have no idea if I'm going to get through all of them by the end of the year because December is going to be hecka busy. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. I have my stack set aside as well, not including my book of the month from this month or this next month, most likely. So it's going to be cray-cray. Mm-hmm. Way to finish off the year strong. Because we read a ton of books in the first oh, in January. Oh my gosh, yeah, we Maybe did. Maybe we should try to read a ton of books in December too. Make yeah. it our goal. Not oh. the 25 for oh my gosh, our oh friend is gosh. trying to read 25 books before Christmas, starting in December, and I don't. Sarah, good luck. Yes. Christmas-themed, only Christmas-themed, too. It's crazy. She's very Christmassy. I commend her. I cannot do that. No, me, me either. Yeah, she's a quick reader, though. She is. All right, you guys. Well, thanks for listening to our fun Thanksgiving traditions related to books, food, and else. And what else? Else yeah. what? Is that a phrase? Other things. Who cares? Anyway, please let us know your fun traditions, especially relating to books. And thanks for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. Bye.